to It Doesn't Take Two. Um, if you came here from the first part of our episode on the mummy and tale of the mummy, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, getting this <laughs> thank you, far. Thank you. And if you haven't seen the first part, um, then go check that out because you're definitely going to want to hear um, our ratings for two of the categories, actors and story, and maybe get a little summary of both movies, which we stick in there too. And then, you know, continue to the end to hear our final ratings. Yeah. So uh, we'll just jump into it. All right. So we can shift over now to characters with the mummy. Yes. And, you know, the characters are a little more lovable than the actors themselves just because, you know, you don't really know the actors, but the characters, you know, you learn to love and grow within the movie. So let us start. So with the mummy, we have our main characters, Rick O'Connell, Brendan Fraser's character, and Evelyn Carnahan, Rachel Weiss's character, as we have already uh, established. And then there's Evelyn's brother, Jonathan. Uh, there's the mummy himself, Imhotep. Um, <laughs> and then uh, the other characters are just like not that relevant. But somehow really relevant. Yeah, I guess I guess Benny is relevant, but also like I don't care <laughs> no benny's so relevant to me okay <laughs> no benny's benny's the main character okay <laughs> well we can start with rick um my only note that i have for rick i just wrote hate in all caps oh i dislike him so much he is literally so terrible oh um, i mean he's a i bad wouldn't even person. consider him the main character if you were to pick one main character in this whole movie it's evelyn yeah i guess that's true i mean or is it the mummy <laughs> that's a good point too <laughs> Um, but, okay, so Rick. First of all, we didn't even find out his name until yeah. midway through the movie. And it was his no, last I, I name, and then his first name was, I didn't was know. later. I didn't know his first name was Rick until after the movie, because they just kept calling him O'Connell. <laughs> yes. And uh, for, I, for, like, 20 minutes into the movie, I actually made a note, and I was like, do we know what this character's name is? Like, I, I didn't we pick didn't. up on it yet. <laughs> and his character is just kind of brutish. He's this brutish American gunslinging adventurer, mm-hmm. but not in like a suave way, in an obnoxious, like yes. grave robbing. Yes, you know, he's very arrogant too. Oh yeah, and he's just kind of like he has that kind of attitude where he's like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Yeah, or anyone. Yeah, for example, kissing Evelyn for no reason, just besides he was gonna die. Yeah. So his character is more just like douche. That's how yeah. I would describe it. Um, He's definitely <laughs> the worst. Evelyn, yeah. I have mixed feelings about. And I fucking ride for Evelyn so hard. So let's get into <laughs> Evelyn's character, dude. Do you want I love me her. to yes. go first? Yeah. Okay. I don't hate Evelyn, mm-hmm. but I just think that like I guess it's more that like she was written in such a confusing way yeah, because it's she like was. she's really smart. Like, that, that's, that's, like, you know, very obvious that they need her brains in this movie. But that's, like, all they give her. But they constantly make it seem like she's useless. Because they keep having her as, like, this damsel in distress who's just, like, so helpless. But it's, like, she's not helpless. Like, she knows so much. They just, like, try and make her seem like she's incompetent. And it's really annoying to me. But I guess, let me I say, guess that is, they like, tried. the writing. They tried to make her seem irrelevant. Okay. And it didn't freaking work. And let me tell you why. <laughs> let me tell you why. Because she carried this whole movie. She carried this whole movie on her back. I dude. agree with you. I do her agree with you. Her back is tired, dude. Because <laughs> she literally, she's got the brains. Mm-hmm. Okay. She's got, like, 
kind of like her knowledge gives her so much access to like you know everything in this movie right they're in egypt she knows so much about egypt she knows so much about like the history the culture like she finesses this movie she mm-hmm. even knows how to ride a goddamn camel yeah better than everybody else there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but i will say that they did butcher her character in some scenes but i felt like she was a victim of that okay That's i don't blame true. her character. because she's the only one in this movie with passion for like actual history and like she's the only one with kind of like a moral reason for going on this trip you know like she has a like passion for it because of her childhood Mm -hmm. she genuinely like cares to learn about egypt and like the history whereas everyone else is just in it for money and she has this dream right they kind of open the the movie with her just like really wanting to be an egyptologist like professionally and like publish works but because she doesn't have as much experience in the field as other people she they don't like give her credit for anything they don't really take her as a reliable source even though she really knows her stuff Mm -hmm. and she's really passionate about it now she is kind of clumsy which is of course i think a typical girl trope for the 90s yeah um she's supposed to be like the lovable nerdy clumsy girl Mm -hmm. which you know I think is stupid, but again, a product of its time. Yeah. Again, the damsel in distress, stupid because she's made herself seem very capable in multiple parts of this movie. That's true. Even physically capable. Like, yeah, she's just like, I don't want to fight. It's more just like she chooses not to because there's that scene on the boat where O'Connell kind of like unravels his guns and she's like, you're going to fight a mummy with guns? (laughs) Smart. like true like why is he trying like it was just dumb or no she she goes what are you bringing guns to like a tomb for like what are you gonna do and he's like you never know what you're gonna need and i'm like you're dumb like rick's dumb yeah no he is that's absolutely true and so i love evelyn i think she's so cute and i think she's so passionate for what she does and her damsel in distress kind of like role does piss me off yeah but i actually think they wrote it in a specific way where like they had this antagonist they had multiple antagonists in this movie. I one feel of like them everyone being... but Evelyn and maybe her brother are the antagonists. <laughs> yes. And we'll get into Jonathan because I have so much to say about him. <laughs> but um, the Americans, right, with them was another Egyptologist in a fez with an umbrella. <laughs> don't even know his name. <laughs> I don't even know if he had a name. <laughs> but he goes, in one point in the movie, he goes, you know, oh, they're led by a woman. So what are they going to do? They're not a real threat. Mm. And so that was purposely misogynistic of him, right? They wrote him like that. Yeah. And I think it kind of showed that, like, she really was an asset. Yeah. Like, she came through. But to be fair, she was the least, like, superstitious of all of them. Mm -hmm. And that did lead to the curse being read. Okay, so... Yeah, (laughs) I do... I think it's a problem somewhat, though, for her to be someone who, like, cares so much and knows so much about, like, Egypt and, like, its history. But for her to, like, be a... A, like a non-believer and be like this person who's so careless about like curses i don't think that's true though because i actually think it aids her story because like if you're an actual historian you don't believe in curses right like i mean it's like i don't know people man. who study the bible historically don't you know don't believe necessarily in the bible subscribe. <laughs> yes i swear to god like i took an ancient uh, biblical class where we studied like the historical background of the bible uh-huh. my teacher was not a christian Mm-hmm. because she, w- she her argument was pretty much being like 
all this stuff that happened in the Bible is based on truth and it just got warped into, you know, a religion. Okay. So I think studying Egyptology doesn't necessarily mean you subscribe to the religion of like Ra and like you don't believe in e- Egyptian gods. You more just mm-hmm. are fascinated by the culture. Interesting. You know, like people who study Greek, you know, history don't believe in Zeus and, you know, Poseidon and, you know, that's not what makes a historian. I guess I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to be superstitious to study the history. So I kind of do understand, like, she was more of, like, a logical thinker in that sense. Yeah. Where she kind of just, but, you know, girl, you gotta, you gotta be careful of curses. I mean, now she's learned. <laughs> She'll never make the mistake again, I'll tell you that much. And what's in the other mummy movies? <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? That's true. That's true. We gotta watch the other <laughs> mummy movies, because I haven't. <laughs> so I love her character. I do, um. Besides the whole um, damsel in distress yeah. thing that they tried to do with her, which didn't work. Okay, what are your thoughts on Jonathan then? Let's you, get into I Jonathan. I feel passionately about that too. I do. Because I hated Jonathan at the start of the movie. Mm-hmm. He rubbed me the wrong way. Because they introduced these two characters as rich kids. Because their parents yeah. were pretty much, they were patrons of this museum. And their dad was like a famous Egyptologist who like was a treasure hunter. And you can tell that Evelyn got kind of, like, the passion from her dad. And Jonathan mm-hmm. got the greediness from his dad. <laughs> um, so, Jonathan is, like, a typical rich kid to me. Like, he gives rich mm-hmm. kid vibes. Um, just because he's so in love with money. And, like, he is one of the treasure hunters on this expedition that is clearly focused on treasure and treasure only. Yeah. He's like, we're going to get money. How much can this sell this for? You know. He also... I What I... He was one of the people. He made a comment about selling. Oh no, that was no. They it was the both of them. Okay, yeah. They make com. There are multiple comments about selling women in this movie. That I just I needed to get that out there. That I I, I that that part of rubbed me the wrong way about Jonathan. I was like, why are you being like? Why are you talking that way about your sister, bro? <laughs> and you know he had a lot of memorable quotes, which I will read very soon. <laughs> okay, because they made him aggressively British. Okay. Yeah, like which stereotypically. Was funny. That was funny. It was so funny. Like it was so funny. They made him incredibly stereotypically British. They made him incredibly stereotypical rich kid. Mm-hmm. Um and while I started off disliking him, he really grew on me and by the end of the movie I loved him. <laughs> like, I also I agree. I do think I liked him more towards the end. I think he became like kind of like funnier and a bit more likable at the end i don't know how but like I, it's true like i agree because i think we just understood his character more because like in the beginning you kind of just see him i think as like a greedy kind of selfish troublemaker because they make him seem just mm-hmm. kind of like that's true he again he's the rich kid who like you know doesn't get a job kind of like fucks around yeah he stole this artifact yeah he steals from people he's he's a little messed up you know yeah and you know evelyn's like the good child who like used her knowledge for good (laughs) versus jonathan who might have like used it you know for a little bit of evil (laughs) a little bit of finesse you know he's a pickpocket really good at it you know but he was really funny yeah he was funny definitely and by the end of the movie you do kind of realize, yeah, he was very his character, you know? Like, he fit his character kind of perfectly. Yeah. Um, and he played his role really well. 
And so I loved his character. He was so funny. And now I'm going to read you some quotes and I want you to tell me who said it. Okay. I'll give that okay. a shot. Sure. <laughs> most of them are from the main characters. And we're going to get into more characters soon. But because we're on Jonathan now and most of these quotes are from Jonathan, spoiler, I just want to give that away at the get-go. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let me flip. Okay. First, we just have Americans. That's Jonathan, right? Yep. That was yeah. Jonathan. <laughs> That's when they're shooting the guns on the boat. <laughs> Next, we have bloody good show, chaps. Is that not Jonathan? <laughs> no, it is Jonathan. Okay. <laughs> okay. Then we have nice camel, O'Connell. Is that Benny? <laughs> no, it's Benny who was also riding camel, so it makes no sense. And we'll get into <laughs> Benny soon. Okay. Next, we would have what would a woman know? Is that one of the Americans? That was the fez-wearing, umbrella-holding Okay, yeah, you dude. said that earlier, too. <laughs> yeah, I did. Just had to bring it back up. Mm -hmm. Next, we have beastly Americans. Is that also Jonathan? <laughs> nope, that was oh. Evelyn. <laughs> I stand Next, here. we have desert people. They value water, not gold. Incredibly oh, racist. No, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They say a lot of really terrible things in this movie. Yep. Oh, I don't know who said that. Was that was that Jonathan? Nope, that was oh, Rick O'Connell. Or, oh, or no, that makes, so, yeah, much makes so much sense. I low-key forgot he was a character. I blocked him out. <laughs> so that was a horror. I literally gasped when he said that. Yeah, I was like, yeah. excuse me? That's so openly racist. Yeah. Um, That was before we even found out his name, by the way. Um, who called the mummy juicy? That was Rick and Jonathan, right? <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> that was so funny. Okay, okay, let me flip the page real quick. Okay, the next quote doesn't come for a little bit. Let me find it. Hmm. Oh, I, I don't think I wrote any more direct quotes after that. Oh, but there were quotable scenes. All right, how how That's often did you have to pause the movie to write these quotes down? A lot. I paused it a lot and I reversed a lot too. <laughs> but those were some actually no, I had another one where um who described the warden as stinky? Oh. Dude, cuz there were other there were multiple people who co-described Egyptians as stinky and smelly and it was really re <laughs> yep. I, like I remember really racist instances, but I can't remember who said it was it Rick nope it was Jonathan oh Jonathan oh okay gosh. and there's but there is another part also this is another reason why Jonathan also this is like another reason he's a rich kid like when they're getting the camels he starts mm. like getting angry about how much the camels cost it was like two dollars for like five camels and he's right. bugging out. and that's that's when they said the comment about oh you could like sell your sister for the camels or something right yep which is another you know notable quote that i didn't write down word for word yeah but he's like i um jonathan's complaining about how much the camels cost and he's like i can't believe i bought it's like dude come on you're a little rich kid stop buy yeah. the camels <laughs> and then rick comes over and goes you probably could have given your sister and yeah. Jonathan's like, haha, yeah. I'm like, Jonathan, don't laugh at that. <laughs> What's wrong with you? So, you know, um, there was some overt racism in this movie that I thought I would bring up in those quotes. Yeah, for sure. Because I was pretty shocked. 
Um, so yeah, that was my quote game. That was really funny. I liked that. Okay, so now let's talk about Benny. <laughs> we don't talk about Benny. Benny. <laughs> we don't talk about Benny. It had to be okay. done. So Benny is played by Kevin J. O'Connor. Not the most well-known actor around, but you know. No, but he's done a bit. He's done a bit. He was Igor, Frankenstein's assistant in Van Helsing. (laughs) (laughs) Just learned that right now. (laughs) So Benny's character is very interesting. He's pretty much made in this movie to be hateable. Yeah, he's, he's, he's not a good guy. Nope. And, I mean, I feel like the movie could have been fine without him, personally. That's what I think. Well, he's definitely not relevant to the main plot. No. He's kind of just there to get in the way, actually. I think he offers some comedic relief. I think. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. Yeah. <laughs> actually, I can't really yeah. see another point. Besides, he's also a convenient um, ally to the mummy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But did the mummy really need him? Like, no. What did Benny actually do for the mummy that the mummy like couldn't just handle by himself? Well, it seems like Benny was the mummy's assistant. <laughs> yeah. And once again, comedic relief because um, Benny's character and his drama with Rick's character, for some reason, it's throughout the entire movie, very beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just kind of this cowardice, like thief. Mm-hmm. that's really it he's traitorous yeah that's definitely it and i think the i think the reason he's in the movie is so that there's that moment at the end where they kind of paint rick as this good guy where like despite the differences that benny and rick had the whole movie rick still tries to help him and i think yeah. that's why they have him <laughs> but like they could have just not had that because guess what it didn't change it didn't make me like rick i wasn't like oh all the terrible and horrible things he said and done <laughs> throughout the rest of this movie like all I, I ignore that all now because because they he just tried to save benny like no actually it, it didn't make any difference you know and i'm gonna say something maybe controversial but okay. i also felt like in this whole entire movie they made the egyptians seem like stupid like i they felt did. like a lot they of the egyptian did. characters were like like the warden for example who didn't have a name mm-hmm. like they made him purposely dumb and yeah. like they made him like seem like inhuman in some scenes even like i feel like it was pretty bad like they made them clumsy and mm -hmm. goofy and they consistently like made it like the egyptians were people that they were against consistently like they were (laughs) against the warden because he was keeping rick and he was gonna have rick killed and then they were against the egyptian guards who were literally trying to stop them (laughs) from like ending the world by bringing this mummy back yeah, and, and like they, and then we should the also end, mention that you know Benny's actor is not Egyptian. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like every actor in this movie is is white. <laughs> At least most of them. I mean, Benny was definitely supposed to play an Egyptian. He, you, oh no, he's supposed to be a Hungarian. Yeah, which I do. They mention that in the movie because I don't think they do. No. I just saw that on Wikipedia when I like looked at Benny's like character description. No, I mean, they definitely made him look not white, though. I mean, they gave him colored contacts. They, like, definitely gave him some bronzer. They dirted him up a little bit. (laughs) And they made him seem, like, shady and kind of slimy, too. 
a little bit of racism involved in Benny's character for sure, for sure. I think, um, I think Eve's boss. He's he's Indian. He also I don't actually know if he was playing an Egyptian, but he was playing an Egyptologist, so you know. Yeah. But I will say Benny's character, as much as like you want to hate him, he is kind of he was funny to me. Like he had yeah, some really he was funny definitely scenes. Meant to be the comedic relief. Like there was this one really memorable scene to me, which was when the mummy was gonna kill him in the tomb. Um, and Benny whips out the cross and he starts saying a prayer. Yeah. And like to the Catholic religion, and then that yeah. doesn't work. So then he whips out the Jewish star, and then he starts. Um, he starts talking he's, in Hebrew. Yeah, he starts praying in Hebrew. That doesn't work. So then he whips out like a Chinese like religious symbol. I don't know what it was. And he starts praying in Chinese, and then oh no, though he ends with the with the Star of David. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Hebrew is the one that does it. Where yeah, Hebrew is the uh, one that works. Tips <laughs> like oh okay, I'll 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 keep you to do what I want you to do. He's like, yeah, oh, you were, you guys were slaves. I was like, yeah. oh, okay. I mean, I guess it makes sense that the mummy would say that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Which, honestly, that is kind of, like, anti-Semitic, but we won't get into that. <laughs> um, I would say, honestly, characters in the mummy, like, I'd give them, like, a five. And the five is because of Eve, of Evelyn. Okay, yes, Evie, as they call her, her nickname, so yeah. freaking cute. Um, I, I definitely know how hard you stand her. I stand her, and she really boosted my score for this movie. Mm-hmm. But so did Jonathan because I love Jonathan. Okay, <laughs> I only really gave negative quotes about him, but he was really funny to me. Like, I don't know. I think he played his character really well. He was a little mm-hmm. rich boy who, like, at first seems really annoying and greedy, but at the end, kind of proves himself. Mm-hmm. Still was greedy in the end too, but you know that's fine. Yeah, almost stayed in the treasure room to die. But I, I will say, I did initially. I was initially thinking of a four, mm-hmm. but oh, wow, you, I did kind of take into consideration your opinions on Evelyn, and I did give it a five. But I'm what so do you proud give? of you. I give it What's a seven your? out of ten. A seven because of Evelyn <laughs> and the mummy. Realize? Though I can't lie, I counted the mummy as the mummy's a, a separate character. category. No, I know, but to me, like him, like Imhotep, and um. His love, I forget her name, but um, to me, the two of them are actually characters as well, and I thought they were great. <laughs> I really right, did. I, I'm giving it a five. You know, you give you've it a given five. Straight sevens. Oh, I've I've realized I've given straight sevens. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, let's shift over to Tale of the Mummy. I think my notes on the characters in Tale of the Mummy, um, I wrote not really interesting, and that's kind of just how I feel about most of the characters. <laughs> Yeah, I wrote, like, not a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, like, none of them have any, like, we don't know anything about, like, any of them. I think the character that has the most stuff said about them as, like, a person is Brad. But it's just because Brad's going yeah. through this, like, weird thing where he, like, is s- taken over by, like, this whole storyline. So it's But you don't know really why. You don't know why he's the one that was chosen. I mean, I don't remember them mentioning why he specifically was the one with the premonitions. I definitely don't remember <laughs> if they mentioned that at all. No. Like, maybe they do. I don't know. But I feel like if they did, and we both missed it, is that the movie's <laughs> fault? Probably. Yeah, probably, honestly. Because I was taking in-depth notes, let me tell you right <laughs> yeah. now. I was pausing every five seconds. And so... 
I mean, the character that got the most screen time was the mummy, but he didn't have much of a character either. I mean, he did, but it was just the backstory. Yeah. And he I was a little playful, like, but we'll get to that too. <laughs> <laughs> I think Sam, I liked Sam. She was likable. Like, like, she wasn't a great character. No, she was very one dimensional. I, I would say, I would say that I didn't really like Riley that much. Like, I, I thought know. he was so stiff. He was. He was, but, like, he turned on the charm around Sam, but that was about it. <laughs> around everyone else. I mean, he fucked up Brad, though. He gave him two <laughs> yeah. right hooks, and, and Brad looked like he he got, like, ran over by a car. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. But, yeah, um, literally, like, the other detective, what was his name, like, Branson or something? Uh, I don't even remember. You don't even know his name. Thing. Exactly. Me neither. And Barto. Was, like, Barto? Barton? Like yeah, something Barton. like that. I think it was that. Don't know anything about him. I mean, Sam is like kind of the main character, and we don't really know anything about her. Mm-hmm. Besides, her grandfather was the one who initially found the tomb, and that yeah. she might be the one with the heart, but she ended up not being even the one with the heart, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and like you said, okay, so you brought up, um, with me the fact that, you know, a lot of the character, to Sam was taken out of the movie in the North American version. I think so. Yeah, because I think. It seems to me like in the extended version, you have a bit more of an uh, idea of a relationship between her and Brad. She also which is like not she has, a really allude. I mean, they allude to yeah, it. It also doesn't help her character at all because if she has a relationship with Brad, then it means that she was cheating on her fiance, which like isn't great. Which we don't we don't know anything about them either. Like no, we know he yeah. died, and that's it. There was <laughs> and it didn't honestly, even make her that sad. There was no point. There was no point in having her fiance die. Like they could, it didn't need to be her fiance. They could have just had him die, or honestly, they could have had no one die and just had Brad have his reaction. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, so I don't know. I think I think they weren't. They didn't really feel like characters. We don't know anything about them. They were all pretty boring. I am curious who your favorite character is, though. I mean, it's the mummy, but like, do, do okay, you who's your second it? favorite character? Okay. <sighs> Probably Brad. Mine's mine's um Edith was her name. I her almost name? said Edith. I almost. Said She's Edith. like I loved her the whole movie, and like she had like two scenes. Like isn't that sad yeah. though? The per- the character that got like maybe ten minutes of screen time is my favorite character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I really I was so close to saying her, but then I was like, oh, but like I don't know. I feel like Brad. At least we like we know he was going through it, and he was trying to help people. He was trying to help get his head tattooed and it's sad and that stuff. your second favorite character is the one who wanted to commit a murder suicide <laughs> with the other, with the main character <laughs> you're right he was fun though but yeah no, a lot of the characters didn't have a lot of story to them i mean the plot is what gave them their purpose but they didn't really mm-hmm. have any other describable characteristics outside of the plot yeah so i would say honestly i'll probably give it give characters a 3 for tale of the mummy I gave it a two. All right, all right. <laughs> I'm sticking with it. That's fair. I honestly, I don't even know why I gave it a three. It just kind of felt right to me. Oh, I get um, it. And now we'll move on to, honestly, I think will probably be the best category, and that is the mummies themselves. Oh, so much to say about each. Yeah. So I guess we'll, we'll start with the mummy. We got Imhotep. Mm-hmm. Um, the mummy in the mummy. <laughs> no, uh, let me just say he doesn't really. He was he wasn't really a mummy. 
No, for most of the movie, he wasn't a mummy. Yeah, like, he was just kind of, like, they never really showed him as a mummy that much. Oh, yeah, he was just, like, a skeleton, really. Yeah. Was he They even, didn't even did mummify they, his body. Yeah, I was just going to say, they didn't even wrap him up in anything because they he was eaten alive. They just put him in a sarcophagus. They said they mummified his, like, followers, but they didn't yeah. even mummify him. Yeah, he wasn't even a mummy, actually, now that we think That's about it. But true. I still what qualifies him as a mummy? <laughs> I thought he was, he was pretty entertaining, and I, I think what I liked about this mummy is that it was like, I mean, what I, I, I also, I like it and I dislike it because I, I like that it's more high stakes. Like he's a very scary mummy. He's way more powerful mm-hmm. than the mummy in the other movie, <laughs> but it also doesn't make sense for him to be that powerful. And that goes back to what I said earlier about my problem with the curse itself. Okay. But take that up with the curse. Don't take that up with him. I know. I know. That's why I said, I do like that this mummy has more power and has is like he's way scarier because like he has so much that he can do. He's got Let's an talk army. About, he's got a he's got drip. I mean he's thick. <laughs> he does <have> drip. <laughs> when he consumes, you know, like his second or thor- third organ and he finally takes <laughs> his human form, he's crawling across the floor naked and he's kind of thick. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, I, I don't know, should I base the mummy on Imhotep as well? I think I should because you know you know my feelings yeah. about Imhotep. I stand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's doing this all for love. (laughs) You know, he's doing it all for love, and I love that for him. Yeah, I I agree. I think I also just think that Imhotep, as you know, the backstory of him is better than the backstory of Talos. But I would say, because like he didn't ask for that curse. I mean, because if you think about it, right? He's not the one who cursed himself. He didn't ask for all that. He literally just wanted to bring back his girlfriend. Yeah, that's true. He wasn't like, even trying to hurt anyone, actually. No, he's not trying to plague the world. Yeah. He was just some guy who was in love with a woman. I mean... Yeah, that like, actually is a really good point. <laughs> yes! Like, it's not his fault that he has to unleash the ten plagues on all of <laughs> Egypt. Exactly. They made him do that. <laughs> That's what I'm wait, saying. And wait, like, wait, 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 <laughs> Is that the point of the curse? Is that now he has to live with this guilt? Because it doesn't seem like he's guilty. I'm still just trying no, to see how guilty. the curse is a curse. <laughs> It's, it's really just a curse on the world, which I don't yeah. know what we all did to deserve. I mean, I do understand what we're doing now, but <laughs> um, yeah, listen, this is what I'm saying. He, I ride for him. I'm Team Mummy. I literally, in one of my notes, I wrote, I would be Team Mummy if I wasn't so in love with Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> because he was trying to kill her, you know, so it's like yeah. a little bit of an antithesis there, but. No, that makes sense. That's fair. Yeah, but like, I mean, also he was loving on Evelyn. Which was kind of gross, you know. He Second did, forced he did kiss. again unconsensually, unconsensually kiss her, which was. But that was also after he turned into a pile of sand to slip through a keyhole in a door. Which <laughs> is, like that's pretty sick. Yeah, he had some really cool abilities. I mean, he is scared of cats, which like I don't know. Yeah, but like if that's your only weakness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like that's a pretty common weakness. Like, yeah, but you can know? he just like kill them from a distance? Like, can he just control people and have them kill the cats? Like, not that I. But he didn't I even do that. You know killing. what I mean? Yeah, but he could. Maybe he just didn't yeah. think of it yet. He, he, he was did. only alive he, for like a day. <laughs> he might controlled like an army of people. Like he controlled a lot of people. That's true. Yeah. And do you remember that scene though when Jonathan was like almost caught and then like he ran around the side and then everyone turned around and went for him and then he, he was like Imhotep and then he just yeah. pretended to be one of them and yeah. they didn't catch on. <laughs> I do that. that was really funny. His mind control doesn't seem as strong as the as the mummy from Tale of the Mummy. But Maybe I kind of stand just getting Imhotep. his footing back though, you know? 
I, I like I said, I don't. He wasn't really trying to like hurt anybody besides yeah. reviving his girlfriend. But I guess it, it also makes sense that he wouldn't be necessarily as like pa- as like good at controlling people because like this power just got thrust upon him when he awoke from his you know death. Whereas Talos, yeah, he was just an innocent little architect before, like yeah literally he he was oh just uh, like a little architect simp like that's all that's all he was no literally and honestly understandable she was so beautiful yeah. the girl was beautiful and so you know what i literally think like he's a great character I, like i said i would have been team mummy if it wasn't for evelyn if it was just mm-hmm. like rick and jonathan i'd be like fuck them like team yeah. mummy mm-hmm. bring the plagues dude <laughs> if he can be with his girl like that's all he ever wanted so what would you what would you rate the mummy's mummy even though he wasn't a mummy i'm giving him a 10 out of 10 really i know that's it's bold but like i can't find one flaw that's wild okay me. no you know what he is like i guess like sexist yeah no that's but true. he also speaks like you know what did he speak ancient egyptian which lines up i mean you we'll we'll get to talos but he's fluent <laughs> in english <laughs> so you're sticking with the 10 and no, I mean he is sexist. He did try to kill people. I'll lower it. <laughs> but Imhotep originally, in like before, you know, he was reincarnated. I would give Imhotep a fucking ten. Okay. But I guess you know he did have some murderous intent when he came back. Mm-hmm. I'll give him like a seven. Sevens across the board. That is so much lower. I didn't. I expected you to go from like a ten to a nine. Well, I, I was specifically thinking of that scene where like he tried to like kill them in like a sandstorm. Mm-hmm. and the then plane. like evelyn yeah and then evelyn kissed him and mm-hmm. like i don't know he was just kind of whack eh, I'll, no i'll keep an eight i'll keep an eight because i guess <laughs> like i don't know he gave me weird vibes though because like he was like my princess and so he was kind of like hooked on evelyn because like she was gonna be the sacrifice but i don't but, like, know why was he like that doesn't make sense for him to be like hooked on her when he knows he's about to sacrifice her to get his actual love back well, when they were originally in the tomb, he called her, like, by her name, like, and I almost thought that he, like, mis- like mistook her for hmm. his girlfriend. Hmm. But then it, later on, it's not, it's like, oh, he chose a sacrifice, and it's like, okay, that doesn't really line up. Yeah. But I don't know. He's got, like, literally mummy, mummy brain, so it's, like, <laughs> it's hard to say. <laughs> so you're going to stick with an eight? I'll give him an eight, yeah. Okay. I feel for wholesome like love. I I think I don't know. Okay, I'm gonna give it a six. Okay, well we'll share your views. My views are just that like I I don't know. I don't like that he was a killer. I thought it was it was fun that he was you know so powerful, but it was also like you know like he was doing bad stuff just yeah, to get this fair. one woman back. Like I don't know, man. Oh come on, that that's 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 a dream love right there. But you know, I'll, I'll, I respect your score. I just I don't know. I think. Uh, but I need me a man like he, Imhotep. I, think, <laughs> I just think this mummy was he wasn't that charismatic. I think that's what I'm missing. He wasn't, but he also didn't speak the language. Okay, don't hold it against him. He had Benny as a translator, and honestly, I don't know how Benny speaks ancient Egyptian, but he does. Yeah, that's true. How does Benny like know all the things that he knows? He seems like a real dummy. And he also, like, misinterpreted what the mummy said at some point. And mm-hmm. Evelyn was like, he didn't say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. So, you know, maybe he's more charismatic than we think. I'm still going to stick with a six. 
No, yeah, fair enough. Fair uh, enough. But also part of that is because he wasn't actually a mummy, and I do have beef with that, and I also have beef with the curse. Yeah, I was hoping that he was gonna look like a mummy and go, oh, yeah. you know, like walk around like a mummy. I feel like we didn't actually get enough mummy content out of either of these movies. We didn't, but maybe who knows? Maybe the sequels do. We're gonna have to watch them. Yeah, we're gonna, have and to, we'll um, come back and we'll, you know, yeah, reassign. we'll give you guys an update. <laughs> yeah, we'll give an update. But tale of the mummy. Now let's get into Talos. <laughs> now, I think I, I I'm gonna come out and say it. I I like this mummy better. I do love Talos as a mummy. Like I don't like I, him yes. at, when he, but like before he was like a mummy. I agree. Hate him. Would give him a zero. Uh huh. But post, you know, reincarnation. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, no, not when he's an alien. Just when he's the gauze. Yeah. When he's the gauze, I'm obsessed. Yeah, he's like, and that's so, most of the movie. He's so funny. Like this mummy, he's so is hilarious. <laughs> Let's like, talk about he some iconic does scenes. The most. Yeah, he okay. does. The I mean, most. I think obviously, like. Ha- and he the, smells I like cinnamon yes absolutely the <laughs> fact that he so he kills this woman in her apartment the um police come and they find a piece of the gauze and one of the police officers is like it smells like cinnamon like, and he left what? a giant hole in the ground <laughs> why does he smell like cinnamon <laughs> they never explain that they never explain why he smells they, like cinnamon they don't at all and i love that like i think that's so funny that he's just like old gross mummy gauze and he smells like like cinnamon cinnamon. like that's kind of cute like yeah we love that he's literally like scented like a christmas candle (laughs) now also in his in his like backstory scene when they like show him like talos himself he's carrying a monkey yeah no i actually i did jot that down i wrote is he carrying a monkey (laughs) we don't know why i mean honestly he probably killed it or did some weird shit to it i don't know but we love that intro i mean it's quite quite an intro I also, um, I think the best kill in the movie is the one in the gay club. Like, obviously, we don't support homophobia here. Yeah, of course. But, <laughs> but he did <laughs> slither up into he the did gay club. Gay bash someone. Yes, it was like. <laughs> it was like the lights are flashing, and I was like, "What's this scene?" I was so confused. It's like pretty yeah, early on like, in the movie. It's like bumping in a club at night, and then you just see like wraps like slither across yeah, the, the floor gauze or slither above across people's the floor. feet in this club, and none of them seem to notice or care. <laughs> and then there's like one dude who goes into the bathroom to clean up. He washes his face. He goes up to reach for the paper towels, and it's the freaking mummy in the paper towel thing. Dude, like, how did he I get it? I literally wrote down, how the heck did he get in the paper towel dispenser? <laughs> but I was like, how did this guy not feel that and be like, ew, what is this? Because like he wasn't it's in the shape of a paper towel. It's a different texture, like old, dusty, gross gauze. But they smell like cinnamon. What a paper towel should feel. Yeah, bro, even more reason to be like, what the heck is on? Because wasn't he like drying his face or something he was rubbing too? his face all over yeah. those guys. But I think it's so funny. Like, why is the mummy playing pranks right now? <laughs> why is Talos pranking he really, him? He didn't need to go into disguise for that. And then he, like, wraps the guy up in the gauze. Yes. He slams him around in a bathroom stall. He like, wraps people up in his gauze. Forth. That's how he kills them. And then he sucks the guy down the <laughs> toilet. <laughs> and he explodes. He so sucked funny. him down the toilet, dude. And he just, I feel like this mummy was, he was just playing around. Like, he was doing the most and, like, having so much fun with his kills. He was like, I'm, I'm getting down to business. Dude. I'm having a good time doing it. Let's talk about how he cosplays as laundry twice. <laughs> like, listen, I get that he's gauze and that he can, like, look 
like you know he could be whoever he wants when he's gauze right that's cool but that first scene was crazy so he's like laying on the floor in a hotel room i guess i don't even know and like the maid comes by and like and he she goes to the door and there's something like sitting out there and she goes oh people are gross and she picks up the gauze and throws them in the laundry and i was like wait is that the mummy i literally (laughs) didn't know because i was like why would he do that he doesn't he can literally like go under doors and stuff he doesn't need to do that yeah but then in her apartment for some reason she has it in there and he slithers in out of he slithers out of the laundry basket and she's showering and he slithers into the shower just yeah. on the floor and starts like fucking with her soap no he doesn't do anything he's just in there he doesn't kill her <laughs> and so and then she leaves and then he just like becomes a human behind the curtain not a human but like he takes like a form of a human in his gauze yeah and then that's that's the scene. I mean, why are you guys playing laundry? It's this guy absolutely hilarious. And like this moment, see, the other mummy wasn't charismatic. This guy is all charisma. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's heavy, but you know they did say in his backstory that he was charismatic. That makes sense. I think it transferred over. <laughs> like yeah, Talos sucked, but him in mummy form is top notch i love him everything dude and then he makes the movie because everyone else is so boring but this mummy's so entertaining oh he's so entertaining because there was also another scene and we're not like going chronological order of the kills but like there was a scene in a car like there was some dude and he goes into the parking garage and he sees someone like hiding like behind a pole and he like stops Mm -hmm. and looks at it for a second and then the garbage falls over and i guess the mummy was in the garbage like i guess his (laughs) gauze were in there and he's just playing pranks dude so then the guy gets in his car and then the mummy wraps the entire car in bandages just so extra don't even know how he has that many bandages he multiplies them also so funny is how like inconsistent it is with the like amount (laughs) of bandage of gauze that he is it's different in every scene he wrapped a whole car and then he turned into a fist like he turned his little gauze into a fist and punches through the glass and grabs the dude and chucks him like it was crazy and it's even better because the special effects are so (laughs) bad like the floating gauze looks so funny though it's so good oh my god he was amazing i I have to give this mummy like an eight like i love him i love him i love him too and honestly i think i'm gonna get i need to think about this because i haven't rated it yet but i loved him a lot like but when he was actually in like his alien form he was pretty gross but the way he revealed the plot twist was really funny the reveal was hey princess like stop (laughs) talos why are you like this (laughs) he's so funny i love him no you're that honestly i'm giving it a nine that i forgot no i have to give him a nine too i have to give him a nine too because also the end scene when he's in like riley's body and he just does a little roar to the camera a little quirky (laughs) roar he's like hey he's got some type of personality man it's just like in case you forgot like i'm not riley i am talos and i'm here to stay bitches freaking love him i'm gonna give him a nine out of ten too man he's just so funny oh my god wait and that scene when he turns into the dog and starts licking sam's hand for no reason (laughs) he just decided to turn into a limping dog to try and like trick sam and sam's like oh a limping dog and then all of a sudden like (laughs) he unravels into like bandages and like kidnaps her yeah and i wonder like is he like floating through the sky with them in the bandages like it's just that's a great point how did he actually kidnap 
Sam. That 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 remains to be seen. We will never have the answer. Yeah, but he kidnapped the other woman like by wrapping her and jumping through the floor and leaving a giant hole. And he must have taken her all the way to the hotel. So it's like, yeah, I forgot that he like took the other bodies as well. Yeah, how is he getting around? flying through the sky detected i don't know (laughs) it's like that scene in harry potter when like the car is in the sky and all the muggles see (laughs) like that's literally like what happened everyone's like why are there gauze and someone flying through the sky (laughs) he's funny man nine out of ten yeah so i i guess we move on to rewatchability now yeah let's jump into rewatchability now i i feel like i would be more likely to rewatch tale of the mummy because it's so like absurd and it I like mean, is so poorly made <laughs> i also I agreed <laughs> what did you rate rewatchability though out of 10 i don't know if you gave it a rating but i did i my initial thought for tale of the mummy was a 7 mine is a 6 <laughs> <laughs> what okay so what do you think about the mummy cuz you like the mummy i think way more than i did I really like the mummy, and so like I was thinking in terms of like if I rewatched it, how how would I feel about it? And I think I would like it. I gave it a five out of ten because it, I don't think I would necessarily like go out of my way to like rewatch it multiple times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like maybe if it was on, I'd probably watch it and like it. Or like okay. if someone hadn't seen it, like um like Nick, I'd probably be like watch this movie with me. Yeah. So I gave the mummy a five out of ten, but I gave Tale of the Mummy a six out of ten. I was also thinking a 5 out of 10 for The Mummy, mm-hmm. but I feel like I might lower it because, like, like it was entertaining, and I I enjoyed it the first time. I just feel mm-hmm. like, like I won't get anything else out of watching it again, but I wouldn't completely rule it out. Like, if someone really wanted to watch The Mummy, I'd be like, okay. Or, like, if I was, It'll like, It'll be me. I'll be dinner, that person. <laughs> yeah. If I was, like, eating dinner in front of the TV, and there's nothing on, and The Mummy's on, I could throw on The Mummy and, like eat my dinner and watch the mummy so i think i'll give it a four give it a four okay that's good i'm gonna keep it a five because i do think like it had its you know comedic value in there Mm -hmm. and i think you know i like the story in general i'll keep it at a five but i'm thinking should i boost tail of the mummy (laughs) like (laughs) look i gave it a seven i stand by my seven I think I'm going to give it a 7, but it's also partially because I rated the other one so low that I feel like Tale of the Mummy deserves a boost in this <laughs> okay. category. So I'm going to give it a 7 out of 10 just because, like, it was so crazy that I would totally rewatch it just to make fun of it. Yeah. You're throwing out a lot of 7s today, man. Lucky number. Okay, so our um, here are our average scores. I'm excited. Um, for The Mummy, mm-hmm. you gave 34 points out of 50 to possible total points oh wow and i gave 29 oh, so god your uh you gave so th- that percentage would be 68 percent for you oh awesome. and a 58 percent for me wow all right and and compared to critic scores what were the critic scores for rotten tomatoes the rotten tomatoes scores for uh the mummy the critic score was a 60 percent okay. so mine is a little lower yours is a little higher the audience gave it a 75 though wow yeah wow we were pretty harsh on some of those categories but didn't you what what did you do you remember what google had google Google was a uh, 90 really a whopping 90 that is high but you know what i understand because it is enjoyable it's an enjoyable movie i mean we were critiquing it looking for flaws 
not even looking for flaws. I think it's just that other people care less about flaws that are there. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, if I was just watching it for fun, I probably like. And and I wasn't like giving it categories. I probably could have been like somewhere higher. Mm. But this reflects my true feelings. <laughs> okay. Sixty-eight was it? Yeah. So then our our average um, score between us would be a sixty-three percent. Wow. You know, I stand by that. I stand by that. I would For say. The mummy. I think it was a sixty-eight percent movie. So I, I'm standing by you know my own percentage. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair. Um, for Tale of the Mummy, uh, this is so funny. So I gave I gave Tale of the Mummy thirty points out of out of. Uh, okay. Oh my god! Why can't I remember? It was fifty. I don't know why yeah. I just completely yes. blanked on that. But I gave, so I actually gave Tale of the Mummy a better score, and I gave Damn. it a sixty percent. <laughs> Holy I shit! I kind of knew that was gonna happen. Part of me was like, I think I think I enjoyed Tale of the Mummy just a little bit more. That's so funny. Okay, okay. Um, and you gave Tale of the Mummy 27 points. That's still too high. 50, <laughs> I don't know how I got that many. <laughs> that's a 54 for you. A 54? Yep. That's way, that is higher than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, so the critic scores were, were 17%. The critics and audience scores were 17 and 16%, respectively. Okay, but so the we Google... we definitely were way higher. <laughs> okay, but the Google was um 66 percent so really yeah yeah that's shocking i like that i'm glad i do too i do too because again i think it's so bad that it's likable yeah absolutely and you know what i bet other people probably agree too i mean people probably thought it it was supposed to be a horror mystery now would i say it was a horror mystery (laughs) no i could see how it tried i could see how it there i mean I see how they tried to have elements of mystery, but it was But what exactly like, was the obvious. mystery? Because we knew who the killer was the whole time. Yeah, there was never a mystery for us. <laughs> I guess the mystery was I like, I guess the why? plot twist at the end. But that's not oh a mystery because we never knew that that was <laughs> yeah, an, an that's option. Not a mystery. <laughs> that's just a plot twist. And a horror? I mean, I don't know. Maybe some people would consider this a horror. People who don't really watch a lot of horror movies. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Here's the thing. I, I came out of both movies. So when I came out of The Mummy, this is, was my initial thought. I really liked that movie. It was really fun. It was really entertaining. And that, that was just my general feeling. It was a good movie. Uh-huh. I thought it was yeah. fun. Yeah. When I came out of Tale of the, the Mummy, Mummy, I thought, wow, that was that movie was really bad. <laughs> it was so bad. It was really bad. But it was so fun to watch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and it was I funny. And well, actually, my initial reaction was, what the fuck was that ending? <laughs> Yeah, the initial reaction is like, because the ending is so unexpected that you're just like, huh? Yeah. So, um, you know, I stand by these ratings mm-hmm. um, because, once again, even though the, I, we gave, I gave The Mummy, you know, pretty bad rating, I loved it for that reason. And honestly, I didn't even give it that bad of a rating. Not no, a 17. A 68. That's, that's like passing a test. Our average for um, Tale of the Mummy was a 57, which is... Only, like, a little bit lower than the Google score. You know what I think would be a fun thing we did right now? Just to, like, close out the movie? Mm-hmm. If we read a Rotten Tomatoes... A Rotten Tomato, um... Review of review. Tale of the Mummy? Uh, yeah, and then we did one of The Mummy as well. Like, just one from each. Okay, do you want I think we should probably do that each time. Oh my god, it only has six reviews. Tale of the Mummy? <laughs> yeah! Well, that explains why it's so low. <laughs> 
All right, so I will read a review. There's not many. There's only six, and honestly, not a lot of them have words. Um, so I'll read some reviews. What do you mean? Not a movie. lot of them have words. Like some of them People are just, just numbers. Score? Yeah, and, and these are like professional critics. But okay. So someone from the moviereport.com said, unless you find the idea of killer mummy wraps particularly frightening, chances are you'll find this direct to vid thriller as ridiculous as I did. 1.5 out of 4. <laughs> wow. Harsh. Um, Pretty harsh. Yeah. That was from 2006. Now for the mummy. Wait a second. <laughs> I do think... I, it seems like maybe more people have reviewed the mummy since the last time I checked. Because now it has a 61% as opposed to a 60 which isn't that big a difference. I just needed to put that out there. I mean, I'm happy people are still watching it. <laughs> All right, so let me pick one of these good ones. Ooh, okay, so one person said, it's a silly, campy ripoff of Indiana Jones. I love this movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of true, actually. <laughs> no, it kind of is. Um, let's see what else we got here. The mummy ingenuously combines adventure with parody, a hint of horror, the dynamic plasticity of animation, and excellent use of the special effects. Okay. It's <laughs> a little much. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Once again, I will say that the, like, difference between these two movies is huge. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like, I feel like we didn't even rate them that different, but of course, of course, the critics did. Yeah. I don't know. That's true. Our scores were like pretty close to each other. Like our average scores for both were 63 and 57. Yeah. That's not so, far apart at all. Once again, I think Rotten Tomatoes butchered one of our beloved movies. <laughs> despite I know listen, I understand, I do. But it's a little dramatic on their part. They they could, you know, recognize some of the uh hilarity involved in those kills. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. Him in the club, bro. You yeah. got to recognize that. You can't look past that. If that's not if in your review, then I'm not taking out. Yes. And if that's not in the review, then I'm not taking the review seriously because how can yeah. you look past that? <laughs> Once again, fuck Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, yeah. Much love to um Talos the Mummy. And much love to um, Imhotep. Rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Oh, all right. Well, that's that's been this. Thanks for uh, listening to this this fun two-parter. Yes. Thanks for anyone who got all the way through because we had so much to say. And I hope yeah. you had a lot to say, too. And we want to hear from you. So if you had, you know, any hot takes, any interesting takes on our takes, please, you know, go to, this, you know, any of the social media um, tags and leave your comments or your reviews there because i want to know what you think and if you had a a fun time please make sure to leave us a five-star review on apple podcast and uh, rate us five stars on spotify or you know just whatever uh platform you choose that has ratings on it yes thank you <laughs> and uh join us next week when we'll be watching paul blart mall cop and observe and report now that's exciting, and if any of you guys want to get a head start on that and watch it before we review it, give us your opinions beforehand. Maybe we'll address some of you know your guys' points or anything mm -hmm. like that. And yeah, we can't wait to hear from you, and we will see you next week. <laughs>